WSTN DB HD1, Atlanta, Charlotte. A Situations Media Station. Time, Time to, to unleash. the situation. Neighbors. 
Birds in the night, creep, creep. I'll see you later. We'll be in them streets. I got a big <laughs> stash pocket full of cash. Just seen a big old. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah! Ooh, ooh, sticky, icky, icky, icky. What it do, peoples? What it do? What it is? How you been? How you living? Where you are? Where you at? What you see? How you be? How you live? Ha! I'm back. I am back. I am back. Once again, if you don't know, now you know. In case you forgot, here's a reminder. This is your man, Mike Rob. Host of Industry Unleashed, where we always keeping it what? Real, raw, and uncut. Ah! And I'm coming to you live once again on the favorite station, curating every neighborhood across the nation. My man Black Rob behind the station, none other than 1026 The Situation, where we house and be live on your favorite HBCU and the ATL. None other than Moe's Brown College, baby. Woo! Man, 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 man. I appreciate y'all so much. So, 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 so much, man. It's been a long time since this voice has graced these amazing airwaves on this internet situation station, man. How's everybody doing this great breezy Saturday? I hope everybody's doing well wherever you're at, wherever you're doing. Please be safe and be blessed and prayed up and all that good stuff, man. We got a lot to catch up on, man. But uh, I just want to give an introduction and a and a hello to my man that's sitting behind the screen, Black Rob. How you doing, brother? It's been a minute, man. You know what? You would bring me onto the mic like that <laughs> you, you, when I'm caught off guard. You got to let me know these things, brother. Real you know raw and you uncut. Gotta let me know. Hey, <laughs> real raw and uncut and real off guard. But anyway, <laughs> that's what we do. Welcome back, my brother. Thank you, man. Yes. Thank it's, you. it's good to be back on these Saturdays, these Unleashed Saturdays, because I, I don't know if anybody heard or anybody, you know, didn't know. But right. if you know... You know, if you don't get familiarized, because Saturdays are for the Unleashed. The Unleashed. You heard what Unk said, Saturdays on, are Unk. for the Unleashed. Shout out to right? Unk for the promo. Yeah, you know <laughs> what I mean? It's, we got to keep it real raw and uncut, whatever way possible. But uh, welcome back. You got a lot to talk Man, about. It's almost it. like a whole year of stuff that you... Listen, year in review for I, Industry I, Unleashed. I can't cramp it into one show. I can't. But what I'm, what I am going to do. How about do, the major moments? The Let's major talk. moments, man. We we we're gonna we're gonna jump into Delorean and go back in time real quick, yeah. and 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 go back to July, man. July. Yeah. No lie, July. No lie, July, baby. Mm -hmm. Man, the last three days of that month, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, were not allowed. <laughs> if you were not at the second annual 
part two of ATL Curve Weekend that happened this past July, this summer, that a 1026 situation family right. had put together, man. You yes. missed an amazing, good three-day event. We made yes. so many new connections. Absolutely. We brought back a lot of veterans from the, from the, from the first go-round, yeah. you know. Um once again, shout out to y'all for putting faith in the yes. brother to produce the uh, the Curveillance Fashion Show 2.0. In which was a phenomenal job phenomenal. as well. Thank you Thank so you much. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, but, you know, when, when we believe in the unleashed, that, you know, you unleash, <laughs> a, a, you know, a different, you know, outlook on everything. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, and, you know, the fact that you, you came in and just – took it took it you, you first first you, you took it by the horns and you did something that a lot of people would would not even think of right. and then this year was like all right this is production 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 still from beginning even, to end from beginning to end and you know it, no matter what and for those of you that didn't see the picture there's an iconic picture that was posted that you posted that i took of you that you were sitting and on the stage in front of the screen. Oh, oh, yeah. Just like, you know, that moment before you get to the show, just like a moment of reflection, a moment of, man, we here. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is about, this production's really about to go down right now. Like, you know, just the, just the thought of everything that you poured into it, you know, and what was about to happen, you just were like, you know, you had that moment. Mm-hmm. And it was well captured on that stage. Like, you know, that, that is an iconic photo that should resonate throughout your journey. Let me tell you something, man, you know, that venue alone had such a huge, it was almost like a WWF screen, the big Titan Tron. (laughs) I mean, that's, that's, (laughs) For nerds that's out there, what you that's, thought that's, of what, it? that's what I'm no real talk. No, you're right. Like, it's but. a big Titan Tron. But just to see just to see all of our brands up there, man, and just Yeah, yeah it, it was a moment for me. So I had to take all of that in the first day, the second day, the third day. All of that was good, man. So listen, if y'all, like I said, shout out to everybody involved on twenty twenty two ATL Curve Weekend. Yes. Y'all gotta get ready because we are already been in the works for part three. Yep. In 2023. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And I'm going to leave that right there. But, but then we're going to. But before you go into that, yeah. before you go into that, I want to remind everyone, and I, I, I want to remind everyone because, you know, we've got this going on. While you're thinking about 2023. Yes. Okay. Come on. We actually it. have our first curvy paradigm event and now this curvy paradigm event is going to be it's a series of events that will lead up to the big one in 2023 so we got a mini workshop a virtual workshop event that's going on about how to cultivate a model comp card and it's not just any comp card it's one that's actually going to get you selected for you know on get you to the next level yes uh so it's not just a run of the mill oh i'm just going to throw it well i know how to do that i'll just throw it together no there's intricate parts that you need to know and the whys about sure it enough. so if you're a model that's wanting to walk the runway but you just don't have a comp card that they require you to have and you just can't you just can't audition because you don't have a comp card. It's like that in an industry, right? It is. It, yeah. really, it really is. When you when when the industry requires a comp card, you got to be able to come with it or you're just not going to get selected to even audition. So if you don't have that ready or prepared, 
then you're going to get punished by the principal. The show you want to walk in, you're not going to be able to do it. You're not even going to be able to get an audition, go through the door because you don't have what they need. Right. So we're about to put on a workshop November 20th, 1 o'clock. November 20th, 1 o'clock. Yes, Say it again. November 20th, 1, 1 o'clock p.m. $25 registration. Mm -hmm. We have the link for you. Let us know. But this is the workshop that's going to prepare you for the next level. You wanted to walk in that Savage Fancy show? You need to have a comp, comp card. card. You want to walk in Legacy Runway show? You're going to have to have a comp, comp card. card. If you want to walk in Curveillance 2023, you're going to have to have a comp, comp card. card. So what? basically, meaning you need to register today. So if you need the information, hit us up. 1026 Situation, wherever. Go to our website, 1026thesituation.com. Click the link and register. It's right That's there. all you got to do. And I'll be and I'll be moderating this this one hour class. So listen, ladies and gentlemen, like my man Black Rob said, look, if you're in this industry, and I got industry folk in here that do this for real, you need yes. a comp card. It is an absolute must. You should not have to wait till the event comes up saying, "Oh, oh no." Or the casting call card. before the Oh my event. god, I wasn't ready. No, you wasn't ready. Exactly right. So this Did is the, so time. this is the opportunity. <laughs> This is the opportunity and this is the verbal heads up for you to get ready. Because exactly. I'm telling you now, when we have the curveillance um uh casting call in in two months, which will be December tenth, location TBA. But when we had that casting Ooh. call in two months Exclusive. Exclusive, um, I'm not seeing anybody, and I mean anybody, designer or model, without a comp card or a lookbook. You want to be in this industry? You got to take it seriously. Don't wait till you get an opportunity, like we said, to get, oh, yeah. my God, I'm going to Paris. Let me yeah. get my comp card and lookbook together. Oh, my God, I'm going to Fashion Week. Let me get that yeah. together. But what about all the other shows that you got to work through to get to those big stages, exactly. right? Exactly. So, I, you know, and, and last but not least on this on this subject, I'm just going to say his first name. Shout out to me. He don't know I'm going to do this. But shout out to my man, Jacoby. Mm -hmm. Is one of the models that I had met um, at Miguel Wilson's uh, uh, Fashion Polo Classic, classic that uh, this past September. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not sorry. No, I'm sorry. Just two weeks ago, early October. Yeah. The only model out of the entire collection of models that entire weekend that that greeted me and said, "Mike, so and so, whoever was with me, thank y'all so much. Here's my comp card." I said, what? There's other models that have been doing it longer than him, male and female, that were there. Nobody had a comp card. This man was ready. Red tea. When I take it was crisp, it was clean, it had his information on there. It had the three to four pictures that you're supposed to have on. Anything that you and to me that you needed to 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 have a uh the info on the comp card, it was there. Mad respect to him. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like that is your resume. You're not gonna go to, uh, um, a job interview without a resume, are you? <laughs> You're not gonna go to a job interview without I've a seen suit, do a tie, that, or something casual. Well. I've seen you know? people do that, but they ain't turn out well. Well, yeah, yeah, and it, they, they, exactly. <laughs> so why show up to a casting call unprepared? 
Right. Don't actors have to show up to a casting call with their information? With their headshot. Headshot and all <laughs> of that. And their information got to yeah. be on. There's their information be on the back. You got to have a real. You got to be ready. expound yeah. on that in just a oh, moment. Oh, we are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's the same thing. It's the same, same thing. It really is. So. Don't first, do that. first of all, I like my man with the Black Panther jacket. Like that is the coldest Listen, jacket I have seen. Our guest today is just cold altogether. Wakanda forever. That right there is hard. Show them who you are. That <laughs> that jacket is hard. Hard man. man, I'm sorry. I just I had to go no, there. Listen, I couldn't. You know, I, I was going to say it when I came moment, in. Man. <laughs> but yeah, but, but speaking of the Miguel Wilson production, man, shout out to that brother, um, and the team I was working with, um, Shaz Shaz um, production team, man. Uh, truly a blessing to be on that team. Truly a blessing to be a part of that production. Um, and if it you know when it comes around again, I'll let you know, let you guys know, so y'all can be the part of it next year. But, um. Just the whole essence. When I tell you, like, black excellence all across the bar, man. Fifth anniversary of this Fashion Polo Classic. Um, three days of just giving back to charity. He's actually the first black black man to start his uh, Black Polo League. So that's what the whole event was all about. It's to help raise money to get this Polo League. Um, just more than one Polo League, number one. Number two, to get him to the Olympics and everything like that. And, you know, Miguel, he, play, he plays po- polo himself. So it ain't just a fly by night type of charity event. Like this is something that he's been in, endowed in for for quite some years. And you know, I've, I've you know, shout out shout out to to Toy for 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 allowing me to uh, to get in this opportunity. Toy Sheree Indigo Shoes, man, she's gonna be on the show later on down the line. But you know, just walking through that door with her allowed me to get into that door. And like I said, just to be a part of it, man. Um, as one of the, uh, as the, uh, secondary runway coordinator for the show, you know, helping the models get together, seeing how it all is and just being in the room. Like I said, just, just powerful people, you know, Sunday was like the grand finale day and it was at the Chattahoochee Hills where they shot Black Panther. So man, just the horses, just listen. Exactly, exactly. So, just seeing all that, you know, out there. Shout out to Palmer Williams, everybody that was Egypt was in the building, and and a lot of other celebs that I missed and that was there. It was, we had about a cool thousand plus people there on that on that grand finale day. People flying in on helicopters, you know, getting rides up to the ranch and and Bentleys and 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 Rolls Royces. Like, it was amazing. Truly amazing. The runway show was amazing. The polo game, from what I saw from a distance, was amazing. Everything was dope, man. Everything was dope. So shout out to that production and that team. Um, and what else have I been doing since I was away? Um, yeah, actually getting classes together, right? So in the midst of me getting classes together, and I'm gone. I'm not going to speak fully on this opportunity because it's still in the works. But I have an opportunity to teach some classes on a much larger scale than what we are producing and i'm just gonna leave it right there on that part um and then the other thing I home want, homecoming boy what a oh show homecoming man. shout out to t-raw listen man. like morris he, brown homecoming yeah shout out to t-raw he just did his uh 
uh, call for war modeling troop yesterday over okay. here in the eSports Center yesterday. And it, and I heard it went pretty well. So shout out to T-Raw, um, who, who was the coordinator of that phenomenal yes. fashion show. And they worked with everything that they had. Whatever they resource they had, they worked with what they got. Listen, for an impromptu production yeah. to, be, to be put together in less than two weeks for the homecoming, they had a crowd. They had coordination. You know, a lot of independent young designers that are that have been doing this for a while. And there's since a couple of them students here, actually. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Or they, or whether this was they was their first time, like really diving into this world. They did a darn good job. So yeah, shout out to that a whole alumni. Um, and what was that? That um, that uh, that dance team. That, oh, that, that was there. The dance team. I got you. Know, you know what I'm talking about. I know who I'm. I know you talking they, about. They 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 had a dance team there. Forgive me, the name is slipping away, but they did a phenomenal job too towards the end of the whole production. So, um, just shout out to the whole Morris Brown family. We are so glad and happy that you guys are back in full throttle season with the accreditation, with the classes. With 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 uh, with homecoming and anything else that y'all got planned going forth in in in, in the near future and in 2023, man. Big up some more, Brown, man. Y'all y'all fought for that. Um, again, the only college that's still ran by us, owned by us. Like y'all need to understand that. Like again, everything we do inside this building on these grounds, we are creating Black history on top of what's already has been accredited as Black history. So, man, I love it. I love it, I love it, I love it. So, but listen, ladies and gentlemen, man, we are going to have a, uh, for those of y'all who are listening live, whether on your phone, at your house, on your job, or in your car, <laughs> you know, uh, we want to say thank y'all so much, man, to the supporting fans near and far uh, for supporting the station, so for supporting the show. Um, only bigger and better guests uh, that are coming down a pipeline. And with that being said, I know there's a lot of business owners watching. Well, listening, rather. I know there's a lot of people that are in this industry that want to go further. Okay? They want to grow further. They want to grow. So the only way to do that, the only advice I would have to do that, is continue to be investing in yourselves. Invest in yourself. There's nothing wrong with you investing in yourself if this is what you love to do ladies and gentlemen you have to have a passion for it and with that being said we have i have opportunities for sponsorship and advertising um available so again if you are a brand of any kind if you are an influencer if you are uh a, a talent that has a project going on um please get in contact with me i have great advertising advertising and packages for you guys out there. It's time to expand your brand. Because I told y'all. I say it every now and then doing the show. Um, by the next 5 to 10 years. This whole economy is going to be fully, fully entrepreneur driven. It's going to be. Full, I mean, that's just my guessment. That's not an accurate like Wikipedia. <laughs> but that's just my own personal guesstimate. That within the next 5 to 10 years. We're going to be solely, solely sufficient within ourselves as entrepreneurs, as artists, where we ain't got to wake up and punch the clock no more. We punch our own clock day in and day out. I mean, 
they 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 almost kind of pushing us that way with all the animatronics and 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 robot cooks they got going on at some of these fast food restaurants. I was just in the Chick Fil A up there on Peachtree and saw the um that little robot uh tray that be that be gliding across the floor to serve people food. They got they got the robot tray, bro. Yeah, you put your food on there, whatever table they sitting at, they program it and it comes to the table. So listen. There you go. I mean, if you've been in Walmart, night just all the Walmarts are going uh um um cashless, yeah, self-checkouts. Self-checkouts. They're doing it one Walmart at a time. Even the hood Walmarts. So don't think y'all exempt, MLK. <laughs> don't think y'all exempt. Y'all going to get it. It's going to work its way around. So that's what I'm saying, people. Like, I just don't. I know social media is our uh, our news platform per se for the for this generation. But pay attention. That some of that stuff on there is legit. These these robots is taking over jobs, man. Just like our parents back in the day when they relied on the factories, you know, the Ford dealerships up in Detroit and all that good stuff. That's how we made our ends meet. And then what they do? They started bringing in the robots back then. They're making the cars. Shipping them overseas, you know, then the economy changed. Well, the economy is changing again, people. So, again, if you are an entrepreneur of any kind, if you are a talent of any kind, brand of any kind, I'm opening the door now to you to invest in advertisement in your brand. I got guests like I have with me today that would love to try black-owned business brands and products and things like that, and many other guests past and future. So, don't think it's just for me or for the station. It's for everybody we bring through. You know what I'm saying? You'll never know who's going to come through the situation room. I mean, we just had T.I. in here last month. <laughs> in my line, Rob, <laughs> we just had the, the king up in here no, not last month. Yeah, yeah. If you want to wanna catch that interview, it's on it, our website. It's on the website. You know what I'm saying? So the masses come through. You just never know. It's, it's, it's like whack-a-mole. Toasties. Whack. <laughs> You never know what's going to pop up, man. But um, before we dive in to our amazing guest today, Rob, do we got to pay some bills or we good? Bro, we good. Go ahead. We good? All right. Ladies and gentlemen, sitting across from me, I got the man in the hour, the man with the power. He has done everything near and wide, small and tall. Big and tall, I don't know, that's all I got. <laughs> but no, seriously, ladies and gentlemen, me and this brother, we go way back. I'm talking about 10 to 12 years back with our first production. 06, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, about 06, 07, somewhere 06, around 07. there. 07, yes, I remember that vividly. Up, up in those Philly days, Philly stand-up of our first yep. independent film called The Only Way Out. Yep. He has uh, been kicking grass in some of these major movies like Black Panther 1 and 2. The newly released movie, Black Adam, uh, the Soul Train movie on uh, on uh, BET. Series, and series, American series. Soul. American Soul, there yes. we go. And so many other projects coming down the pipeline. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I have with us today Mr. Ray Bond Hutcherson. 
the second. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good. I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. We are happy to have you here, man. And and like Rob said, man, you got the Black Panther coat on. Oh, yeah. You know, I always got to represent. Listen, man. Wakanda Fever, you know. November 11th. Check it out. Yo, y'all <laughs> better check that out. In 4D. Yeah, no, right? In 4D. We, we, we saw 4D last night with, with Black Adam. At least I did. But I'll get into that later. Mm-hmm. But, uh, man, how, how's life, bro? Oh man, life is life is real good right now. I'm I'm very happy with how things are going in my career. You know, things are moving along. Mm-hmm. Um, saw Black Adam last night. I, I got to work on that film. That was a that was a great project. Mm-hmm. Um, recently did. You know, obviously we keep talking about Black Panther, but Wakanda forever, mm-hmm. and just a number of other projects. You know, happy to be on, happy to be a part of, and contribute to, and be of service to the project. You know, awesome man. Mm-hmm. And you know, I kind of want to start backwards with with people's careers yeah yeah um i know we touched on a little bit about again our project yeah the, uh, the only way out man mm-hmm. um that, that was, was my your, first yeah that was my first indie that was my first film that was my first that was my first anything yeah that, right. that, was, that was first right there in 2006 oh seven yeah up in philly mm-hmm. grady jones shout out to life media entertainment life media entertainment <laughs> shout <laughs> that out old crew baby yes you know i remember i remember like just being on set some of those first days, just seeing the camera equipment and just kind of being like amazed by it, like, wow, I'm fine. I'm here now. Like, yeah. this is, I'm on a set, you know, I'm making a movie, mm-hmm. you know? And it yeah. was the same for me too, man. Cause like we said, that was our first project as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and somebody like us gave us a chance. Yes. You know, we did an audition. Mm-hmm. We, and, and I didn't, again, I didn't know nothing about comp cars back then or headshots. Yeah. No, so, no. I didn't. I didn't get. Actually, I got started modeling after that. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I got into modeling after after I did that film because obviously, like acting and everything like that was my ultimate passion, right? Okay. And so I was in the military at the time, and low key, I kind of joined the military because of acting. That's a whole another story. Mm-hmm. But um, <clears throat> I find I end up getting that audition for uh, um, the only way out. I guess like my last year, my last year and a half in the Navy or whatever. Okay. And so, you know, I went to the audition in Philly. I was stationed down in Maryland at the time, got the audition and, you know, was filming it, was filming it. And, uh, my time came to an end in the military, in the Navy. And so I'm like, well, I can't, I can't move back to Houston. I'm originally from Houston, Texas. Okay. I can't move back to Houston. I need to stay up here so I can finish this film. So, um, long story short, I ended up kind of finding my way in Northern Virginia and kind of settled there. So it was easy enough to commute and get up to Philly when I had to to film. Gotcha. So after we got done filming, we uh, you know shot the project, did the film and everything like that. Now I'm in Northern Virginia, kind of in the in the DMV area. They call that DC, Maryland, Virginia. Yeah, it's funny. Like I didn't I didn't know what that was. Like when I first moved, I'm like, oh, you in the DMV? And I'm like, what? The Department of Motor Vehicles? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, like, don't lie. Like, like a lot I'm of like, people. Look. No, no, it's DC, Maryland, Virginia, because you can stand literally in one spot mm-hmm. and see DC, Maryland, Virginia. And then for those of y'all that know, Baltimore is his own other thing. It is. Yeah, Baltimore, even though Baltimore. Listen, we got some DMV people listening <laughs> yeah, yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, you know, Baltimore <laughs> is his own thing. I love it, you know. But, um, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm in the DMV. And at this point, I'm like, okay, so what do I do now in my mm. acting career? Like, because this is what I'm ultimately trying to do. And uh, a friend of mine recommended, like, hey, Bones, man, why don't you? It was a casting call or something for, for a fashion show. For, okay. For something like a fashion reality show or something like that. I'm like, man, I ain't no model, man. I ain't trying to model this. I ain't right. not trying to be Tyson Beckford or whatever. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an actor or whatever. I'm trying to act. He's like, man, it's all the same. It's all the same. Just get out there. Just go do it. I was like, all right, let me let me get this a try. And um, 
I did. You know, I started modeling. It was fun. And, and like you said, all, all these things connect. You know what I'm they saying? They sure do. They all go together. It's it's all acting. It's all a performance. It's all knowing your your scene, your what 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 you're being a part of. So but yeah, I got started got going in modeling then and then started meeting some more people, networking more in the DMV, and then got into acting again. I mean, it's not not like I ever left. Right. But um, you know, landed some roles on um popular web series called Anacostia. Okay. Shout out to uh, Anthony Anderson, Anacostia, you know, if y'all haven't checked that out, but nice. Anacostia the web series, that was like that was like my first start right after uh The Only Way Out. Mm-hmm. But and then started doing some uh some indie films, um Torn, which is one of them. It's actually on Amazon Prime right now. Torn. Check that out. Um but yeah, did some indie films, more web series, more modeling, things like that. Just really kind of getting my feet wet and Bouncing understanding back and forth between the two. Yeah, yeah, really kind of just understanding the industry, understanding like what it's like being on camera and and being in the scene and scene partners and just being on stage and everything like that cuz ultimately I'm I'm actually a shop a shy person. Like I'm not like the life of the party type. What? Yeah, no, I'm not I'm not a I'm not a life of the party type dude. Like I don't come into the room trying to, oh, I'm here. I, you know, <laughs> that ain't that ain't really me. You ain't the Diddy. No, I ain't, you, I ain't the, ain't diddy, the diddy, diddy Dance. You know, I can I can turn it on, right, <laughs> when I need to. But that's not really my personality per se. I'm like, what's the what's intro extrovert type yeah. deal? Like you know, I'm introverted, but then extroverted when need be. Obviously. Here we talking That's now. why Grady always had you in the truck in yeah. the low key. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was always sitting in the truck low key, just kind of uh-huh. like just just chilling, you know, mean mugging. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, got my got my foundation really going right there with acting, and then in 20, uh, 2013, I moved to Atlanta and really kicked things off. It was a, uh, it was I remember I remember very vividly. It was December of 20, 2012. It was the evening I was standing on my balcony. I'm like. Yeah, this is my this is my last year in the uh, DMV. So like, you, you kind of gave yourself a timeline. I mean, I gave myself I gave myself only a year to be there, but I was there for six years. <laughs> wow, I was there for six years. You know, life happens. You know, you get a job, and you know, hey, every artist been out there. You know, you got your survival job, and it's all good. You know, Absolutely. you got to do what you got to do. And I was working in a clinic. Um, my background was in the medical field in the Navy, so I just balanced all that together: the work in the medical field, my modeling, my acting, everything like that. But I felt like I could—I only could get so far in like the DMV area, Northern Virginia and DC. Absolutely. And so it was like December, 2012, close to New Year's. I'm standing out on the balcony. I'm like, you know what? This—this this is my last year here. I, I'm gonna have to make that move. I'm—I'm I'm either moving to LA. Actually, at the time it was gonna be LA. Okay. But I had a homeboy of mine. Um, he was like, he had just—he had moved down to Atlanta like probably a year, a year before I did. Okay. And he was like, man, Bones, man, you know, you got to come down to Atlanta, man. Atlanta's popping with the with the industry like that. I'm like, what you talking about, man? Atlanta popping like that? Yeah. I didn't even know Atlanta was like a hub back then and like, you know. I was 20, still learning it too. Yeah, 2012, 2011, I had no idea. But around mm-hmm. that time is when things really started popping yep. in Atlanta, that, that 2012, 2013 time frame. And Because um, I think that was when they was either preparing to do the, the tax credit mm-hmm. or they already had already introduced it yeah. to the, to the, to the state that, okay, when it comes down to film, you know, filming and, and whatever, get that tax credit. Yeah. And like, I think hunger games came in around that time, like 2013, yeah. 2014. But, uh, but yeah, he was here a year before I was and he was like, man, bones come down here. And I thought about it for a second. Like, no, nah, I'm gotta go, I gotta get to LA now. You know, I, Six years here in the DMV, I felt like I've kind of honed my craft pretty well, you know. Right. Um, I've got a nice little decent resume under my belt right now with some indie films, some series, 
So let me just head to LA, but then you know LA is expensive. LA ain't cheap. It still yeah, is. It's still expensive. But then the crazy thing about it, everybody from LA be coming. LA, New York, they all come to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I eventually just came, decided like you know what, actually you know Atlanta, is closer, a little cheaper. Uh, it's an easier move because he's already there. So it's not like I got to be looking for a place. I can like come down there, stay with him initially until I get out, find my own place. Right. And so I was like, you know what, my lease is up in October. Of 2013, I give myself 10 months to like just grind and save. So at the end of my lease, I'm, I'm done. out. I'm out. But yeah, <laughs> so I moved here in 2013. And, uh, and it's funny, like, even when I first moved down here, I still had to, was trying to find my feet. Like, okay, so I'm here now. Like, what's, how do I get going in the industry and everything right. like that? And, uh, end up, you know, just attending just acting classes and everything like that to network, networking, obviously key in this industry got to do that network people every network. guest that i have on this show network. says that yes it is i'm sure y'all, everybody's heard that saying it's not about what you know it's but who, who you, you know. know and not even that but who knows you because mm. right now right now you don't even know it your name is being talked about in some room for some opportunity and you don't even know that's happening right now my man just had a conversation know. with me this morning before we bro. Pete, somebody's talking about you right now about an opportunity for a role, for a, for a show, for something, and you don't even know what's going on right now. But why is it happening? Because they know who you are. You know what I'm saying? And it's just about getting out there and putting yourself out there. Right. And um, so yeah, I, I was here. Uh, started with the acting classes, you know, did some background work. Shout out to background talent yes. and background artists. Yes. You know, I mean, hey, get out there and get your grind. Now, don't get caught up and yeah. get stuck. Yeah, get stuck back there. Stuck going back now. <laughs> and, like, in, in background, don't be capping either. Like, mm-hmm. you know, some of y'all be, be capping. Like, look, I, I yeah, love. Yeah, get, get those bumps. Yeah, like, don't don't be out there capping like like you, you a bigger role in something than you are. Oh, man. Like, come on now. Like, Please, wait. <laughs> Don't 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 do that. Cause you know don't we both know. So don't do that. That's, all right, I find that very unbecoming. Is there is there is there a time, <laughs> bro? God, you caught it. Is there a time where you experienced that from another castmate where, you know, their ego was bigger than them or bigger than what they trying to do, and you just had to be like, man, if you don't sit your. I mean, I don't I don't really like say call them out verbally. I just kind of just just okay, you know, I'm not like okay, whatever. Right. You know, I've, I've seen some because, like, you know, I've occasionally, like, I may do some stand-in work or something like okay. that just to, like, be on set and to, like, network once again, meet people, maybe meet a stunt coordinator, directors, things like that. And I'll have somebody that was, like, maybe they're a um, – they've been doing background on this show for, like, I don't know how many seasons. They've been doing stand-in on this show for how many seasons. Right. And they don't know that, um like – what I actually do and everything that, I, that I'm actually like uh, like a, a SAG performer and everything like that and actually will be kind of have like a maybe a, a, a larger role in it ultimately and and they like trying to I don't know like like you trying to down talk somebody well yeah I've been here doing this that and then once they find out what I did and what I, maybe what I've been in they're like oh oh you oh oh and they try to be your buddy or something like that that it, part that industry is full of this right here where oh so some, this is what you do yeah so when somebody don't really know what you do and then they just kind of like act in a certain way mm-hmm. and then they find out what you do and it's oh we best we best buddies now hey how you doing the da, da, temperature da, da. change real temperature quick change very quickly very quickly but um <laughs> it does but um. But yeah, uh, did some background work. I quickly saw like, okay, this is cool because that gave me a chance to 
um, just really be on a studio SAG set and to see how things work on a larger scale. Because up until that point, everything that I had done in, in D.C., obviously in Philly and things like that was like, you know, indie stuff, smaller budget stuff, all good. Absolutely. Um, you know, but it was just smaller budget stuff, not the studio SAG productions. And so when I came here, did it, did that for a little bit, but then quickly saw, okay, well, this is cool, but this isn't going to ultimately get me there. It's great to get your feet going, get your feet wet. Right. And um, and then I, uh, Black Panther, the first one, came along, mm. you know. And I'm, I'm a huge comic book fan, huge comic book nerd, as you can tell from the jacket. Listen, <laughs> like my that. man is, is <laughs> dripped in all types of, Wakandan gear, you know, the vibranium is strong in here right now, people. (laughs) So when that first film came about, I didn't care what it was. I just wanted to be a part of it because I've been wanting to be a part of the Black Panther film since the 90s. Since Wesley Snipes was supposed to do it before Blade, like in 99, 98. Whoa, I'm talking whoa. like time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. See, now, now you dropping hard nuggets. Yeah. You didn't know that? I did not know that, bro. Oh, yeah. Are you like, serious? He was in line for T'Challa? Dog, he was originally going to do uh, Black Panther before he did Blade. Yes. He was going to, yes. Whoa. Yes, he was going to, that was like 99, 98. And so um, I've been, you know, researching that film since like late 90s, early 2000s. Right. Just trying to be a part of it and everything like that. And so obviously fast forward to fast forward in reverse to 2016, um, you know, I see opportunity to, to do it. It's background. I'm like, I don't care. I just want to be a part of it. Huge comic book fan. And um, get the role of a border tribe border tribe warrior. And so I'm like, all right, that sounds cool. Right. Get the email like, hey, you know, you're going to be meeting at screen gyms, be training with the stunt team, but you're not stunts. I was like, hmm, that's kind of interesting. What does that mean? I don't know what that means, but whatever. And that's <laughs> a big studio over there off of the, uh, off of the Langford area. Yeah. Because yeah. I've been to screen gyms um for uh, there was a show back in the day Malcolm Jamal Warner had for a short period of time, mm-hmm. and I had played the role of a server on one of the episodes. I forgot the name, mm-hmm. but it had uh, my girl. Was Eddie Griffin on it too? No, oh. Eddie wasn't on there, but um, my girl, uh, what's her name? She played D on um, on the Wayne's Brothers, mm-hmm. and she was in um, she was in Amen. She. Oh, amen. Classic, right? You know there. what I'm talking about. She yeah. played, she played, uh. That's, uh, that's Anna Maria Horsford. Thank you. Yeah. Mm. That, that's that's Wikipedia right here. Yeah, Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> See it. Yeah, trust me. I know that show. Yeah. I, I know. know who you're talking about. So, <laughs> him and her were on this show together, man. I can't remember the name of the show, but it didn't, unfortunately, it was a good show. I don't know why it didn't last too long, but that I've been there a couple times with Screen, screen Gems. Big, mm-hmm. big facility. Huge. Yeah, yeah it was nice. Right and, near the um, amphitheater. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So got that email talking about, you know, working with the stunt team, but not stunts. I was like, all right, whatever. And uh, we get there. And it's funny because, like, at that point, I had been acting or essentially in the industry for about 10, 11 years. And stunt, I was aware of what stunts and stunt people were and what they did, but it just never really crossed my mind as something for me. You know, I saw that as like, oh, man, they doing this crazy stuff. Right. Crashing cars and jumping out 50-story buildings on fire. Right. All this type of crazy stuff. So it never really, like, kind of entered my mindset as that's would be something for me to do. And so, you know, we get there, I get there and, um, <laughs> it's, it's funny. That's, I, it's funny when I think about this too, because I remember I, I got there super early cause I didn't know where I was going. I never been to screen gyms at, at that time. And so this is, this is black Panther, right? This right. Is black Panther. I'm a border tribe, African warrior. I get there early and they put me in this studio and it's like nothing but Asian people. 
<laughs> nothing but Asian people and like culture no, shock. Yeah, no, no black guys whatsoever that look like they could be warriors or whatever. And so I don't know if you if you remember in the first Black Panther, obviously they had that 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 battle in that Korean club. Yeah, in the casino. yeah. So I was kind of in. I was mixed up in that group. That of, that was in Wakanda. Um, no, that, that was, wasn't. In they Wakanda. was in Korea. Korea, yeah. yeah. It was in Korea at that point. So that's why it was like a bunch of. It was like basically all Asian actors around me. So I'm like, I'm like the only black dude here, <laughs> and it looks like be like a warrior type. Like where, am I in the right spot? Right. <laughs> like, you know, because obviously at the time I didn't know about that scene in the movie. Um, but then, cause I was there like an hour early, but then they, somebody, uh, one of the PAs showed me to the right area. Put your mic close. Put, oh. your, put your mic close. Oh yeah. One of the PAs, uh, showed me to the right area. Mm. And, um, and then, you know, obviously then I saw a whole bunch of other dudes that look like me and everything. So, uh, you know, we started training. It was like the, the BG background border tribe warriors. And then there was like the SAG stunt team. Okay. Border tribe warriors. And they had a separated at first. And so. Uh, the stunt team went off. They started doing stuff. Then we went off, started doing stuff and training. But I noticed we was just really starting to mirror everything they did. Like they would stretch, then we would stretch. They would go through some um, punches and kicks. We go through punches and kicks. They get their weapons. We got our weapons. They start going through choreo. We start going through choreo. Right. Um, they start doing some formations. We start doing some formations. Then they start mixing us in with them to do fight formations. Now, wow. my, mind you, they had been there for like two weeks probably at least two weeks training and knew the formations and everything like that calling all right formation echo delta nine or whatever like that you know they, they but they already knew the formations we was only there for like two days the bg that that we uh were brought in right and so we mixing in with them and doing the fight movement and everything like that i'm like okay this is pretty cool like you know i have a uh i've cross trained in a lot of different martial arts and have a, a big affinity and a love for them and just studying them and looking at fight movement and combat sports. So, and um, just playing sports and military background, things like that. So I'm seeing all this that they're doing and, we, and we're doing it. I'm like, okay, this is pretty cool. And then we get out there and we start filming at the, uh, the horse ranch you was just talking about earlier. Okay. And so we out there for like, um, we out there for like a month, close like 20 plus days of filming. Wow. And so, like I said, at this point I had been in the industry for like 10, 11 years, you know, I know what background work is. And well, we we was like fighting and doing all this stuff. I'm like, this seems a little bit more than just some yeah, background. Yeah, this this ain't this ain't no <laughs> this, normal background. This, 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 not, this <laughs> not normal background right here. Right. And so you know, we was we, like some of us, like you know, it was like it was certain background, certain BG that they trusted to be a little bit closer with the stunt team. You know what I'm saying? And then there were certain BG that they was like, okay, we'll just really keep you way in the back. So fortunately, I was one of the. I was kind of one of the. Uh, couple bg they actually kind of trusted that they kept kind of close with the stunt team and in with some of the action and, and, and the fighting and everything mm. and so after that i was like okay i mean i need to be doing this myself because the big kicker or the big eye opener was like i said we was out there for like 20 plus days close to a month of filming that right right and i was bg at the t on bg on paper right and um the amount of money that I made in that entire 20 plus days is what one stunt performer made in a day. And I was like, ding. <laughs> I was like, oh, hell ding. no. Like, um, like, are you this, serious? This is, this is where the switch is coming like, in. Exactly. I found my calling. I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> like I'm telling my month's pay, essentially my month's pay was a day for you. If not two, definitely two days. Like you, you, what I made in that whole month, you 
definitely over made more than that in two days and you could have made that in one day and so i just really started connecting with the stunt teams i mean the, with the with some of the stunt, stunt guys that i knew yeah. and everything and started training with them finding out where they train and what they do and and just networking with them and 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 started mm. getting in this doing uh became a stunt performer too as, as well with my acting because acting and stunts are the same thing i mean it's just more physical mm-hmm. it's just physical acting but it's still acting so wow that is, that is man it's seeing that's why i love starting backwards with people's journeys yeah because it's it's like a movie you know? i mean yeah, I, the, I, keep, the build I can keep talking up. i can keep talking the, no 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 you're good the build no i love it it's the builder it's the climax man mm-hmm. so since you've been in this sector of i mean listen for those of you well majority of you don't know now you will know um just search his imdb first of all the thing is fire bro i oh, appreciate it man appreciate it. it's funny imdb don't even have like all your stuff on there. they don't they, they don't have all but your they, stuff. they'll put they'll put yeah the they, main... they got the good stuff on there you know they got spider-man black adam and the panther movies exactly all, you know his filmography is in vacation friends i didn't even know that one. Oh yeah vacation friends that was a fun one they actually shooting a sequel right now in hawaii got some uh got some friends on there mm. right now. Yeah, I'm trying to get down. That was right. actually funny. Yeah, yeah. I was skeptical about that one, but then again, John Cena, you know, he's got a natural mm-hmm. comedic uh, timing. Yeah, you yeah. Know, he you, does. If you watch wrestling, you know he, he did it in that in that world. But um, for those of you, again, who don't know about IMDb, mm-hmm. once again, that is like your digital resume pretty much in the film industry. Yeah. And again, if you're not investing in yourself on that in that world, um, you don't know. It's just like, Back in the days when everybody got into modeling, their digital resume was Model Mayhem. Oh, yeah, Model Mayhem. I'm, <laughs> Which yeah, is Mayhem. still, I found out a couple years ago, still relevant. Okay, still Model to Mayhem this day. Still yes. Doing this? Okay. So if you don't know about Model Mayhem, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, I remember Model Mayhem. Look it up. <laughs> look it up. Google it. You know, but yeah, check out uh, Ray Bond's uh, filmography on IMDb, man. It is amazing. Um, that that Spider-Man No Way Home uh, again another phenomenal mm-hmm. uh Marvel movie. How was your experience on that, man? Oh, that was real cool. Um that was real cool. I got to work pretty kind of hands-on with John Favreau. Uh if I was the uh the I don't want well, movie's been out for a long. If you ain't yeah. seen it, spoiler alert. Spoiler right. alert. Yeah, you should have been seen yeah. it right now. <laughs> spoiler alert. If you don't want to hear no spoilers, don't listen. Turn your ears off. Right. So, uh in the scene where right after um Aunt May is killed by Green Goblin. Spoiler. Right. Oh, it's spoiled for you. Told you. But, um, that girl did. <laughs> <laughs> but so after Green Goblin kills uh, Aunt May and then, you know, Happy pulls up and then you see all the uh, the DOD agents, like the SWAT team with the lasers on them yeah. and everything like that. I was the uh, SWAT agent that yanks him out of the car and, you know, puts him on the hood and, and handcuffs him and takes him off. But, you know, the way things get edited, you don't fully see, see it that. as much. But mm-hmm. you see him kind of – you see you see the agent come up to the car – pull him out and you know he's peter you know so uh i did that and john father was real cool like yeah man just okay give, give me a good slam dude. yeah because like, he's uh, also a director too I ladies mean, yeah, and gentlemen you know and he, he knew he knew how to control his body and obviously when you when you're doing stunts is it's really about especially when you're getting physical with another person especially your actor and principals and things like that mm. and especially when you have to like lay hands on them and maybe push them around throw them around things like that it's about letting that actor or that performer do it and not you trying to really throw them. Mm. You know, you just kind of keep your hands close to them or attach and let them guide it. And you just kind of guide them through it and things like that. Okay. Know? So he was real cool with that. And, um, and uh, yeah, he, I guess he, he, he shouted me out to the coordinator at the time because we was, like, walking back after we wrapped that night. 
And um and Courtney was like, Hey Bones, uh John said you know you did real good and everything, uh took good care of him. I was like, I appreciate that. See, and that and that <laughs> and see a lot of people don't know about that brother. His filmography is crazy. Oh yes. Because oh, yeah, man. if you go, I I take you all the way back to Four Christmases. Oh. With uh my man Vince Vaughn. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He played that role in there. And again, he had his hands behind the scenes on that one too. Indeed. So you you never know who's who's cross trained and who's cross performing mm-hmm. in, in these in these in these movies world, man. Yeah. Um, there's there's another thing that um that I want you to to, to kind of just like elaborate on when it comes to doing stunts specifically, because again, it's not just stunt doubles. Mm-hmm. Um, you've actually uh been yeah stunt actors and everything st- and stunt yeah. actors. And you've done some, um, I don't know the, the right term it is, but, you know, fire fire stunts as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh-huh. to elaborate on that a little bit because, again, people don't know what it is entailed when you're doing a, a, a scene that involves fire or weapons and things like that. Like, what mm-hmm. kind of special training do you have to go through when preparing for a scene like that specifically? Well, so for the fire stuff, I haven't done fire on in any film or TV show yet. I've only done it in training. And I got the videos of that and everything, but it's still the same process of like, you know, the, your protective garments that you'll be wearing, the uh, the gel that you may be wearing, depending on how much of a burn you're doing, the mask okay. covering your face and everything like that. So I did uh, like kind of like a full body burn in my training. And um, when it comes when it comes to fire, you know, it's all about having a, a good safety team around you, um, knowing your limitations, knowing when to stop. Uh, I found the most the, the worst thing about the fire was honestly like the mask. And all the gel, because it seems almost kind of claustrophobic, mm-hmm. because like the mask is on you and the gel is kind of you breathe in and it kind of sucks in almost, almost like being like waterboarded or whatever. Okay. And so that can be kind of claustrophobic. But um, when you're on fire, you don't feel the fire. Really? No, you don't feel the fire. You feel because you got the uh, I forget, well, Nomex is like a, a fireproof fabric, but it's I forgot the name of the other fabric that they use more now. Um, but no, you don't really feel the fire. It's it's cool. Now if you feel the fire. That's a problem. Yeah, that's 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 a problem. If you if you if you wait if you're doing a burn and you're waiting till you feel a little bit of heat to then say, hey, put me out or go to the ground, that's too late. The moment you feel heat, you've already been burnt. So you should not feel the heat when you're on fire. Okay. You go down before you feel any heat. So like when I say go down, just drop to the ground. That's usually the sign. Like okay, you're done with this burn. You know, some performers, you know, you run around, you scream. You've seen it in movies and shows. Mm-hmm. The person get lit up on fire. They run around screaming, and then they go down, and they cut away. Because, obviously, as soon as they go down, boom, that fire team is on them, putting them out right away. Right. And checking them and everything like that. But the moment you feel like, if you if you run around like, oh, I feel good. It feels cool. It feels cool. I don't feel anything. I'm going to keep running. Oh, it's hot. Yeah, I'm hot. I'm going to run another uh, five seconds. <laughs> like, if, like if, they, if they told you, look, run around, mm-hmm. uh, shake your arms, kick, but 10 seconds, after 10 seconds, Drop to the ground. Don't go long. No, don't go longer than ten seconds or whatever the time frame the person may give you. Right. But you get it to ten seconds and you feeling like, oh, I feel good. I'm gonna go another five seconds and try to milk this scene. But then, twelve seconds in, ooh, feel a little sting, a little burn. Let me drop. You already been burned. You already been burned. <laughs> you already first been degree, second degree, whatever <laughs> degree. Yeah, probably like a second degree. Probably like a probably like, you probably have like a nice little second degree. Okay. Um, and then weapons. You mentioned things like weapons. That's just uh really just getting familiar with understanding uh weapon and combat movement because when it comes to fights and stunts you know you guys you got some guys out there that are phenomenal performers and right. martial artists and everything like that but 
when it comes to fighting on film, one thing you got to remember, this isn't real. We're not, we're not mm-hmm. fighting for real. Okay. You get, you get some people that, that, that really think like we, we fight and, and like want to hit and like, look, chill out. Cause you, you hit for real. You, you might get clocked for real too. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just, just like, just like Adonis <laughs> did in Creed. Like, Hey, like, like chill out. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? But, um, no fighting for camera and film is a different type type of thing. It's choreography, you know, mm-hmm. but it's at the same time, understanding fight movement, how to move your body and things like that. You'd be kind of surprised how people really don't, I don't know, maybe understand how to move in a certain way. And then when you throw weapons into it, that's, that can amp up the, the danger a little bit more while I accidentally hitting somebody. I mean, you're probably going to get hit. It yeah, because some, some of them are real and some are not, right? Well, when it comes, well, the weapon, it's, it's it's not like, well, I mean, I, I have done like on, on uh, what's that show? Naomi. Um, Naomi that was on the CW. Okay. There was, a, I think it was like episode two, three. I'm doing like this kind of like sparring session with this character named D. He's actually a Thanagarian, kind of just like uh, Hawkman on Black Adam. Okay. So I'm doing this sparring session with him and we were sparring with like real collie sticks, uh, wooden sticks and everything. Mm. And so I was, the co- stunt coordinator brought me in and I worked with the actor and I just kind of showed him some moves because I only had like basically an hour to, to show him this, this choreo. That's a lot to do. I mean, it was like 40 minutes, really. 40 okay. minutes to like, okay, let me see, kind of let me see what you're working with. Let me see what you can do. And then from there, we can build a little fight off of that. And that's what we did. So those are real sticks. I mean, you could really get hit. But most of the time, obviously, if, if, if you're seeing a scene with knives, obviously, knife ain't never real. Right. Um, but, but yeah, it's just about knowing how to move with the weapon. And when it comes to weapons, like I would say any stunt performer, the three weapons that you should just definitely know that just transitions well throughout so many different things is sword, stick, and staff. Like, though, and knife. You know, just understanding knife movement and knife fighting. And once again, this isn't like I'm some master at it in, in practical sense. Right. But just for film, you know, just knowing how it, how, how it looks when it moves. And, you know, same, like with stick, if you have, have collie sticks or scrimmage sticks, you know, whatever you want to call them, it's the Filipino stick fighting. But that stick movement is the same movement that you would use with a sword. Um, a lot of times it's the same angles with the staff. Right. And it's just really about knowing a lot of fundamentals of Bro, you can teach a class, bro. Come on, honestly, I could really teach a good fundamental class. I'm not I'm not an expert or anything right. like that. I could teach a strong fundamental class. But the knowledge is it. Yeah, yeah. You I know teach, what I'm saying? I could, a, I could teach a strong, like, fundamental class. Because that's that's really what all the fights and films is, is strongly about. The fundamentals. It's not about one particular martial arts style over another. Because if I throw, if we in a, 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 a fight in a scene or whatever, and I just throw a nice sidekick. Right. Was that was that Muay Thai? Was that uh, was that sambo? Was that taekwondo? Was that karate? And if it was karate, which style of karate was it? Kalkashin, kenpo, ken, like it don't matter. Just a, throw the sidekick. Right. <laughs> like it don't matter. Well, we gonna find out as soon as we come back, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, we gotta pay some bills, mm-hmm. but when we come back on the other mm-hmm. side at the top of the hour, we are gonna open up the lines for questions, man. So y'all wanna highlight me and oh, my yeah. guests? Um, hit the line six seven eight four zero four. 1026. We'll be back. Wake up with us, 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern, each and every weekday morning. It's the morning machine. Only on 102.6, the situation. Historic Morris Brown College is back. Founded in 1881, Georgia's first and only HBCU founded by African Americans. 
just made history by achieving full accreditation in April 2022, the first HBCU to rebound after a 20-year hiatus. Sometimes in life, you only get one chance to make a significant difference and be a part of history. Well, that opportunity is now. Are you a young person seeking a higher education or an adult wanting to complete your degree? Want to join a collegiate family? Well, now is your chance. Join forces by enrolling at Morris Brown College's restoration class and become a part of the hard reset. Additionally, you may also assist Morris Brown by making your tax-deductible contributions today. For more information on how you can enroll or give to this historically black college located in the heart of Atlanta, Georgia, please visit morrisbrown.edu. With low-cost, innovative academic programs, Morris Brown is the most affordable HBCU in Atlanta. Visit morrisbrown.edu today. Hey, Kevin, thinking about saving for retirement? Yeah, but how do I start? It's easy with Avvo, a retirement coach. Let's learn the Avvo bet. A is for taking action. Not anxiety? No, Kevin, you're going to be fine. You sick? Barely. V is for variety. Huh, change up my strategy. Okay. O is for optimize your savings. Let Avvo lead the way. Visit aceyourretirement.org today. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. 911, what is your emergency? My kid shot himself. All right, where's the wounds? 911, what's your emergency? Please help. My, my son shot his brother. Every day, eight kids and teens are unintentionally killed or injured by loaded and unlocked guns. Learn how to make your home safer at nfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and End Family Fire. Does your new business need a voice? Does your professional event need a great organic host? Then Vision Green has you covered. Vision Green is the best way to move your business forward with services ranging from voiceovers to event hosting and more. For more information, send an email to info at visiongreen.com. That's info at V-I-S-I-O-N-G-R-E-E-N-E dot com. Contact Vision Green to greenlight your vision forward today. Calling all business owners, nonprofit agencies, event hosts, authors, the whole nine yards. Let 102.6 The Situation help you get the word out. We offer services ranging from radio advertisements to even live on location remote broadcasts at your event or brick and mortar. That's right. I said it. We'll pull up. Log on to 1026thesituation.com. That's 1026thesituation.com. Click on the advertising promo section and let us assist you in your promotional needs. WSTN DB HD1, Atlanta, Charlotte. A Situations Media Station. Time to unleash. Hey,
tell them they about to shine when you call their name. Real, raw, and uncut. Keeping it real, raw, and uncut. It's Industry Unleashed with Mike Robb on 102.6 The Situation. Yes, sir. We are back after we unleash those bills and those skills to keep it rolling, baby. Once gotta again, pay bills. Yes, sir. Gotta pay the bills. Yeah, man. all the way up and through the hills too. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? We are back in the studio, man, on this relaunch day of Industry Unleashed. Once again, I am your Woo, host. Welcome back, Mister Mister Mike Rob on a job, Black Rob on his job. Uh huh. And my man Rayvon Hutchison the second. Yeah. Yes, sir. This is a whole Philadelphia connection. Man, listen. Mm -hmm. Like it's all Philadelphia. Six and O Eagles. Early. NLCS. Phillies. And the Sixers got to get it together. But it's still. And the Flyers are starting off pretty good. It's a Philadelphia type thing today. I'm feeling all of this. Now you opened up Q&A. Wanna, we did. Uh, you opened up Q and A, uh, and thank you for allowing us the opportunity. Oh, it's an interactive show, babe. Yes, mm-hmm. it's an interactive show. It, we have to unleash the interactive. Mm-hmm. It, you know what I mean? And unleashing the interactive. Speaking of interactions, there's two questions that I have. The first question is this: What are your top three movies of all? time you are an esteemed established phenomenal actor who's doing so many things what are your that's, top that's three movies right no i want to make sure i give you a question to jog that mind but it'd be fun in nature because mm-hmm. there is a there's movies that you may watch yeah that you may have watched coming up that may have jogged your mind and say you know what this is what I want to do. This is exactly what I want to do. This is the career path that I want to get into. Mm-hmm. What were those? You know what? I'll give you an easier question. I'll I'll I'll, I'll digress. Oh, I'll, Denzel Glory is definitely one of one of my one of my pull, pull up the mic. Uh, Denzel Glory is one of my is one of my favorites. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, that's all time. Oh yeah, Lo- I agree. Low key, not as high brow, but you know, Bill Bellamy, Def Jam's How to Be a Player. Ooh. <laughs> you, know, you, you go from one spectrum of glory Denzel. Yo. <laughs> Yo, he just went to, to a whole other place. Yeah, to Def Jazz, How to Be a Player. That, that's that's I don't know. I love that movie. All right, uh, that's two. And obviously, I mean, obviously, Black Panther and everything. You well, uh, yeah, uh, obviously. But okay. I mean, it's, it's I can't I can't really bring it down to three. It's so many. I'm I'm a big movie head, and sometimes I may not necessarily I forget maybe the name of the movie, but it's like yeah, I, yeah. yeah, I yeah. Uh, that's why I wanted to jog that question because now I'm going to I'm going to kind of curveball it a little okay. bit. What was the iconic movie that made you besides Denzel Glory? Any Denzel movie would make any actor in the African American community, any actress in the African American community want to you know, just mm-hmm. come in, at least for our generation. Now, the generation now would be Black Panther mm-hmm. or, you know, a Chadwick Boseman movie, a Michael B. Jordan movie. They may have saw Creed and say a, a kid right now is seeing Creed and saying and get ready to see the upcoming Creed. That's another conversation. Creed three, yeah. Right. And Man, say, I, I, I want to one. do that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but when you were coming up, Besides Denzel Glory, right? We'll take Denzel out of it for mm-hmm. a second. 
what was a movie that really captivated you in saying, this is what I want to do. This is the career path that huh. I'm choosing, and I'm you know, stopping at nothing to be in it. it. It's it's hard to really put it down on one movie. It was more performers that I saw that really made me like Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, I remember uh, as a kid really loving Eddie Murphy and Jim Carrey, and mm. just almost anything that they that they did, you know. Um, I mean, you go through Eddie Murphy's catalog of I know, right? Stuff, but <laughs> even back to <laughs> SNL, Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, um, I think probably Eddie Murphy was really one of like. So I, it's like I said, you asked about a movie, but it's not really one movie that did it for me. Mm-hmm. It was more the the artists that did gotcha. it for me. And, and Eddie Murphy, he was like one of the ones that I saw and was really just like loved this stuff coming to America. Classic, right, obviously. Yeah, this is my birthday. <laughs> it's my birthday. <laughs> but um, but yeah, yeah. Now, next question that mm. I have is this: What were the top three movies? Or you the top two- three? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm going there because I want to. I, I want to jog. I'm jogging the mind for mm-hmm. a reason because there's a lot of people out here who are sitting on that idea of, I want to act in this. I want to go for the big film, especially in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I want to get to Tyler Perry. I want to get to this. I want to get to screen gems, but they have not had the fortitude nor capacity to do so mm-hmm. either from a standpoint of, they haven't seen anybody. They haven't viewed anybody. Maybe they didn't watch too many movies or mm-hmm. they haven't seen a really good movie that just jogs their interest and say, this is what I want. What do I need to do to get there? What 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 is that that I need to do? There's young people out there who mm-hmm. listen right now and say, hmm, maybe I should do this differently. Mm-hmm. So now, top threes. The last top three I've got for you the top three movies that take black take black panther out of it that's an all-timer right mm-hmm. there yeah, yeah. just being able to be on the set of that i don't care if you're in front of the scenes or behind the scenes that is a phenomenal that is a worldly experience so take black panther out of it mm-hmm. and what have been the top three films that you have worked on from your perspective that i have worked on from my perspective um and you could include TV, whatever projects. I'll I'll say projects because okay. you could TV and film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely. Uh, I really enjoy Dope Sick. It's a show on Hulu. It was kind of about the uh, the uh, the opioid epidemic in the early two thousands and mm. late late nineties. Um, um, drawing a blank on the actor's name. Uh, Will he's actually about to be um. Adam Warlock in the new Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Oh, Will, yeah, my Will man. Potter. Yeah, Will, yeah, Will, Will Potter. Yeah, because he played in um that movie with uh, that comedy man. Yeah, he, he's been a lot of yeah. stuff. Um, I really enjoy working on that. The director, I can't remember her last name, but her first name was Patricia, Hispanic woman. Uh, she was phenomenal. Really let us like play in the scene and live in the scene. So dope, sick. That was one. Um, film wise, uh, Spider Man No Way Home was great mm-hmm. to work on that. Um, and I got I got a shout out American Soul, American Soul, mm. that series about Don Cornelius, because that was really that was my first uh, that was my first. That's where I right seen there. you from, because I watched that. I watched that 
like yeah and, and a lot yeah shout out I to Sinqua Walls I was his yes. stunt double and I actually acted in season two in, in an episode nice so and that was just like the history of Soul Train and Don Cornelius and it's like I feel like that show it was cut it was taken away too soon because they only got two seasons in yeah, I think the was. show only it was went a really to, good show yeah it only went to like 1976 or something like that and if you don't know Cornelius ran the show from like what like er, the er, mid early mid 70s to the early 90s yeah it's so, a it's a wide gap yes. missing so so yeah. obviously we only got to the 70s could you imagine all the genres change the style the history right. going into the going into the, the hip-hop 80s. era yeah, going into the later 70s the 80s the 90s yeah. all that type as of stuff as hip-hop so. evolved on on soul train with the sugar hill gang mm-hmm. so, you know yeah. what i mean and you didn't nobody got to that and then the involvement of him stepping out of the hosting role and going behind the scenes, mm-hmm. and then now you got the Shamar Moore's as host. Yeah, and, yeah. You know all the nineties, the nineties era when hip hop was coming into play, and so, yeah, that's a whole th- what two, three decades of soul yeah, training they, they, missed. They, they You're only not able cover to finish like, yeah, they only cover like I say like five years, if that, because like the the show starts in the seventies, and the, the second season they still in the seventies, so. They never even got out the seventies, but yeah, American American Soul, Dope mm-hmm. Sick, uh, Spider Man, three of my three of my favorites to have worked on. I mean, the game, I loved working on the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, this new season, and it's funny when I first moved down here to Atlanta, I was uh, I worked background in the original run of the game. Yeah, wow. and then in this reboot, you know, I booked a role in the first season of the game. Nice. I'm fighting. Uh, I'm fighting my boy Vaughn Hebron. He's plays the character uh, uh, Jameson, and it's funny. You might see that character again in season two. I'm not saying. Oh, you know, oh, you might, oh, oh. You did might. he just? Did he just unlock an Spoiler. exclusive? Did you just get an unleashed exclusive? <laughs> you know. And it's not a prediction. You know, you might. That's a spoiler. That's yeah. a that's that's a facto. <laughs> yeah. Season one, that's not a spoiler no more. That's just, that's already out there. Yeah, it's already but, out there. Um, yeah. But yeah, season two. Um, I look forward to season two of the game. We do uh, too. Yeah, yeah, and you know, yeah. You, you might see a familiar face in there again. I don't know, maybe so. I don't know. Well, tell them if they have a radio scene. Radio scene, come on in. Yeah, there right. You go, right. Come there on you over go. here to Morris Brown. A, they already film enough movies over here. Open wide for you, baby. <laughs> yeah, there but they, they 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 film enough movies over here uh-huh. <laughs> and, and music videos. Listen, so yeah, yeah. I actually have access to a private property, a forty-four acre private property out in Conyers. Uh-huh. So. You know, one of your producer buddies, they, you know, studio, they need some grounds for camping grounds. So for saying this, it's great for hard work. Mm. I have I have access to that. So, you know, you just, anybody say the word, you know, we drop the contract. There you, you know, go. You, you can film it. There you so go. So I'll be low key working too. <laughs> Man. I do a lot of behind the scenes, but. Man. Get it. Get that it. Crazy. Six seven eight four zero four one zero two six. People, don't be shy. We live. Hit them buttons on your phone before you go home. You know, understand what I'm saying? So, man, listen. We we, we got a few minutes left with you. Mm-hmm. Um, what's, what's, what you want to know? What's it's up? it's 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 like I said. It's so many things. Yeah, it's it's a it, lot. Like we barely scratch the surface. Really, I know. I know. It's definitely one of the things where you got to come back yeah. for part two. But um, I just want to know, man. Um. With all that you have done in your, you know, your movie career, um, your 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 Still navy, so much more to go. In your navy life, man, how do you? What what is what is the role in your personal life been like with juggling everything around you? How do you do the work life balance with your kids, your wife? Like, how does that balance out, man? 
um you know shout out to my shout out to my wife uh kendra hutchinson you know holding it down at home like when this industry you know it takes especially like when you're coming up in it and when you're coming up in it and you're really on that grind it can right. kind of it can take a lot of time away from family and things like that and my son uh leo he's six years old and you know it's, it's not like I, I work i work a nice steady pace it's not like i'm on a uh, like a series regular on the show and I'm there Monday through Friday, 12 hour days. And I'm always away and I'm going overseas and out of the country and out of the state all the time. But okay. you know, there's, there's, there's long days and times where you just be away and, and not even on the pace of on just the hustling stuff, the grind where you gotta go train and you know, you, you're shooting passion projects and working with friends, shooting things. So, you know, she definitely holds it down for me at home. Um, watching our son when when I have to get when I get some like last minute stuff yeah you know it, it, I I may be set to have to pick him up from school but then it's like um say it's, it's Monday and she's like hey babe you gonna pick up uh, Leo from school on Tuesday or take him to karate class or whatever I'm like okay yeah I'll do that but mm-hmm. then I get a call that night or an hour later hey bro can you be on set tomorrow for for da 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 and it's like yes I can <laughs> and then it's like hey uh so yeah you know how I said I could pick him up. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, you know, I can't. Well, you're going to be cooking dinner then the weekend for this. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, so, so yeah, it, it's just, it's it's about that balance. And um, so I always try to get that quality time with them. Like today I'm going to be spending most, most of the day I'm out. Okay. So I'll try to make Sunday be a day for us to just do stuff. I mean, like last night we went out to the movies all together. My mother's in town right now. Okay. So, shout out know, to moms. And shout out to moms. Um, but yeah, so we, you know, we all went to the movies last night to go see Black Adam. Go see Black Adam. Yes, go, go see, see it. Sit down. Worked on that. Uh, stunts. Stunts ready. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, so yeah, just it's, it's, it's you know you got to hustle and grind, but you know you got to do what you got to do at this level because opportunities like this isn't like a nine to five in the sense where you know um, say if you know you uh, whatever profession you in you make it take five years off. And just come right back in it. Mm. Um, in this industry, I mean, you you can't actually you can do that in this industry, but you have to be at a certain level. Like, mm. you know, I, I feel like I've been grinding everything, but I'm not at that level where I can just take five years off and come back and be right back where I am. Not like, yet, not yet, not, not yet, not yet. But I will be. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like say, like you know, Jonathan Majors, Michael B. Jordan take five years off to say raise a kid or do whatever. They come back, they still Michael B. Jordan, Jonathan Majors. You know. But like right now, I'm still very much so in that grind stage of getting things done. I mean, I've gotten, I've accomplished a lot. I feel like you know, you you look back on it and you think like the times when you did have to have like you know your your nine to five, your survival job as you call it, whatever. Right. And I'm blessed now that you know my primary job is TV and film. Like that's my primary job. Like you Absolutely. know, to 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 go to set or train and not have to be sitting in some office or, or somewhere Monday through Friday, you know, asking my boss, like, hey, you know, I got this audition. Can I take Can off? Can I take off? And they try to pull that stuff on you. Like, oh, man, we really going to need you today. We really going to need you. <laughs> like, can I just leave? Yeah. Can I just leave, like, 10 minutes early Friday just so I can get to the – oh, man, we really going to need you that day because we sure hand. And then Friday come, and then that time when you could have just left 10 minutes early, come is like, so what do you need? Uh, we good. Like, and so you miss all out on audition, on opportunity for what? Wow. So I'm, I mean, I'm blessed that I don't have to go through that juggling that yeah. juggling that anymore. I can just focus on basically, you know, auditions, training, and then everything between filming and and working like that. So yeah, and that's good, man. That's really good because a lot of people don't know. Um, I have went through so many personal conversational battles about okay, you know, other entrepreneurs and other and other, uh, I guess, uh, 
work worlds, so to mm-hmm. speak, entrepreneur field. When it comes to this of the arts, it's it's a totally different ground. People people that are not in our world do not and will not understand. It's a, it's a 24-7 thing. And it everything is. that you do in this industry is not about getting paid. You know, it's not about getting a simple, are you, are you getting paid to do that? Are you getting paid to do this interview? Are you getting paid to do Like, it's not about me getting paid right now for certain mm-hmm. things. Like, oh, trust me, I do want to get paid. And, like, right. I do make sure I do get paid when it's proper. But everything that we do here is it's not about okay is this a paycheck at the moment because like quick little little flashback story yeah Um, sure my my boy gold he was on here a little bit earlier but um gold morgan he was one of he's he was one of the uh producers for tv one he he produces now he's not with tv one anymore but i met gold some years back it was definitely before the pandemic so that was like i guess maybe 2018 2019 okay uh, I forget which show it was on, but I was like doing some stand-in work. Excuse me. I was doing some stand-in work at the time on the show, just to you know, in between gigs. You know, I was actually stunt, I was a stunt performer at that time still, but this is just one of them uh, quiet times. And hey, I love being on set, so do some second team work. Right. I met Gold on there. We was talking, chopping it up, real cool guy, and um, you know, told him that yeah, I'm an actor, I'm a stunt performer, yada yada yada. Mind you, this is back in eight. 2018-19 time frame. Right. We connect on uh, social media, follow each other on Instagram or Facebook, whatever. And then fast forward to now, 2022. Like, we hadn't seen each other since working on set. Like, we we would see each other on social media, but actually seeing each other in person mm-hmm. and having conversations. We really wasn't doing that. We message, I mean, we comment or like a photo every now and then. But just randomly, uh, a couple weeks ago, last month, I think the top of this month, or maybe it was last month, you know, he hits me up out of the blue on Instagram, sends me a message like, hey, Bones, uh, you do stunts and everything, right? Um, basically, long story short, asked me to coordinate, be a stunt coordinator for this new uh, TV One movie called uh, First Comes Love, Then Comes Murder. And Ooh. so I'm like, I'm kind of taken back because I didn't, I don't really necessarily consider myself a stunt coordinator. It's not like I'm out here stunt coordinator. It's something that I could, I feel like a grow to do down the line, right. but I'm a performer and I actually have coordinated. That was actually my second time. So out of nowhere, he just hits me up and Hey, can you coordinate this TV one show for me? And I was like, uh, let me see the script. Let me read it. And if it's within my capabilities, I'm down to do it. Read the script. Good story. I'm like, okay, yeah, I can do this. And boom, I'm I'm on the, the I'm on the the show for the next three days putting together like this action fight sequence for the climax of the movie and everything and so this was all for just a, a chance encounter from 2018 2019 meeting him on set as a stand-in to fast forward to like what was that two th- uh, three years later he hits me up like hey can you be my stunt coordinator and that's then, that's a blessing yeah bro. and then met the director on there and everybody's met so many cool people on there great connections networking 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 mm-hmm. um for other projects like letting them know like they asked me I was, well do you act as well too because you got a good look well yeah I, I i act too i can act i can do your stunts and if if, if if the project is you know depending on what it is i can possibly coordinate if i can't coordinate i can definitely put together a team and direct you to the right people mm. that, can, that can do it so you almost like a contractor so to speak. i mean i mean that's what we are as yeah. artists i mean you, you're a self-contractor yeah. you know See, I'm, I'm, I'm like I'm like a mercenary with the business, you know. You, <laughs> I'm a high the black hitman, hit you know. Take take out not the job. to get hitman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out to that Tommy yeah. Hearns episode with Martin. Well, hmm. More like to get hitman. Yeah, get hit, man. <laughs> oh man, 
bro, this has this has been an amazing time, and we winded down quick, man. You, mm-hmm. you you know how these interviews go. Yeah, they go fast, man. Um, we, got, we got to come back and do this again, man. We do, man. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, look, man. I'm giving y'all the opportunity now. The doors of the church are open, no, like literally. They're they're open. They're they're open on the airwaves. They're they're open in the studio. The doors of the church is open. Six, seven, eight. Man, you know people shy. They, they don't be shy now. Yeah. Come don't on. Don't be now. shy. Mike Rob will reply. <laughs> <laughs> I use that on the morning show all the time. I know, like for I know the birthdays. you do. Don't be shy. We'll reply. Get six, at get at him. Six What's seven eight four zero four one oh two six man. We got them I mean, I don't care if you work here. Like a question is a question. This is an opportunity to get in depth answers from people that you may not know it had those answers. You know, this is why I do this show for the independence. I, I have a question. What's up? What I you have got? A, the question that I always ask in, at the end of every interview, every time. Mm. And that is to the young people out there that listen from the States to Ghana to Nigeria, all over that see you in these uh, film projects, TV and film projects that they may watch. And they say they're inspired by you that says, I want to do this. What advice do you have for them uh, based on your journey and your experiences? Well, one, be proactive. Um, Don't sit around and wait Mm. for everything to be perfect. You know, sometimes people, they they sit around, they're waiting for this to line up, that to line up. Just start. Just start doing. Obviously, you know. Obviously, the whole obvious answer is, you know, work hard. Yeah. You stay on the grind. You know, that's. That, I, I figure that that's all a given. You, you, you know, this industry is full of no's, uh, full of peaks and valleys, and sometimes them valleys are longer than those peaks. I mean, you just have to know in your heart and in yourself, this is what I'm made for. Um, yeah. But being proactive, and and getting around people that do it, and 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 not saying that you have to be around people. Like, you know, you coming up and, oh, I got to be around Denzel and The Rock. Well, you don't know Denzel and The Rock, okay? <laughs> know, right. Get, right. You know, Because if you roll up on them, they're going to hit you with a Jamie Foxx. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, no, oh, hey, 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 hey. I got to get to Jamie Foxx, but no. You can't say that word, though. Yeah. But, hey, hey. Get to, right. get to your, 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 your local theater or, I mean, in this day and age, it's really no excuse now. You got social media. It's, it's, it's so, everywhere. It's so many groups you could be a part of to just network. Once again, net, it goes back to networking. Get around the people that work in the areas that you want to be in get around them learn from them you know that's really it's it i could keep on going but that's the you got to get around you got to get in that environment and just start just start don't sit around and wait for everything to be perfect just start awesome awesome and uh you know mike is doing the whole pan around thing going on here yeah that panorama you know (laughs) but yeah man um thank you so much for that answer because i think our our youth our community needs it big time you know especially in you know cities that you know we perceive as the tough cities especially ours you see what I mean? And so for you to say that, for our youth to hear that, it means a lot to them as mm-hmm. it means a lot to us. So thank you for that advice. Mike, talk to him. Hey, man. Well, listen, ladies and gentlemen, 
the doors of the church have now closed. They um, been they really been closed. They, they really it's really been, our time today. <laughs> it's our I, time. I, I I had to I had to be the caller y'all in can, studio y'all can today. Y'all can catch us on 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 communion Sunday. <laughs> yeah, ba- basically. <laughs> but listen, man, we are at the bottom of the hour. Ray Brown, brother, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much, man. Thank you for having me, man. Um, we, I gotta come back. For, for not only the relationship that we have, but for what you're doing in this industry and 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 risking your life because <laughs> people don't understand a stunt is a stunt, but actually in actuality they you you, you guys and people they've been stunt performers that have died th- exactly they've been died they've been seriously injured so I mean you you you're taking a risk every time you step true. into that world man put us that, in the Oscars yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly stunts put them in the, the Oscars stunts in the Oscars Academy Award or something you, you know. know what I'm saying so. You know, I hope that your 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 uh, section of film gets more recognition than what it than what it does. Um, but until then, this is why I'm here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To 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 shed light on the ones that don't get enough light. So from the bottom of my heart, man, thank you so much for doing what you do. Appreciate it. Thank you for the long term relationship that we had. You know, it's going to get bigger. That we have. Yeah, that we have. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry that we have. You know, it's only going to get bigger and better. Um, any any last words for the public, man, that you want them to know? Any any new projects coming up that you want them to look out for? Uh, new projects for me. Um, I mean, yeah, you you gonna be seeing me uh, and some stuff coming up. Uh, Gotham Knights, Gotham Knights on CW. Check me out in there. I ha- I, I got a, I'm doing some stunts around up in there. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, celebrity prank wars. I like how he says it. Yeah, here and there. Uh, you know, <laughs> Like, like Peter Griffin. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure it out. You know, <laughs> celebrity prank wars. Um, I don't know. Actually, I don't know where to catch that. At. I don't know. Just Google it, I guess. Google celebrity prank wars uh, on there. Um, I think yeah. if they know where to find you, follow you, and connect with you, they'll, oh, yeah, they'll yeah, know yeah. more. Oh yeah, I, <laughs> talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, on Instagram. Yeah, uh, check me out on Instagram. It's just it's my name, Rabone I I. It's the Roman number two because I'm the second. So, uh, Rabone R A B O N I I on Instagram. But uh, yeah, check me out on Instagram. IG. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, once again, my name is Mike Rob. This is Industry Unleashed, man. And we are going to leave you glazing in the stars. We'll check you next week, baby. We out.
If you do